On-Ramps for Biosecurity, a model. By Sophia Lebedeva. Thank you to the following people for reviewing at Lynn BL at Tessa at Max Gorlitz at Gregory Lewis at James Smith, Sandy Hickson, and Alex Pham. Heading. TLDR. Getting a full-time role in biosecurity is hard. Seeing a path to get there can be even harder. I propose a model to think about on-ramps into biosecurity, and provide a few use cases for it depending on the background you are coming in with. I provide an overview of how different organizations in this space fit into the model. If you are an undergrad start here. Heading. A common problem. When I first heard about biosecurity I was excited by the 80,000 Hours podcast and impressed by the work of Kevin Svelte, Rand and NTI. Even though I was studying molecular biology, a seemingly relevant subject I couldn't see a way for me to get involved and to find a full-time role in this field. The gap between hearing about biosecurity and working full-time in biosecurity felt huge. There's an image here in the text. Figure 1. The gap between hearing about biosecurity and working full-time in the field. Heading. A proposed on-ramp model. Through my experiences with reading groups, UC Berkeley EA, Seribits and now the Oxford Biosecurity Group I have found that working on short, object-level, scalable projects fills this gap. And since I get questions of how to fill the gap from others new to the field I made a model to explain my thoughts. There's an image here in the text. Figure 2. Proposed model for on-ramps into biosecurity. Heading. Using the model. Below I outline some touch points that people have with various organizations in the biosecurity space. It's important to note that this model is not always linear. It's important to question your assumptions at every stage and that stages themselves can be more fluid. Subheading. Hear about it, 0 to 10 hours. This stage can be passive or active depending on your timeline. Note that a lot of the hear about it resources can also be learn about it, resources if they are used for more in-depth research at a later stage. 1. 80,000 hours. 2. EA Forum, hee hee. 3. GCBR Organization Updates Newsletter. 4. Biosecurity Newsletters You Should Subscribe To. 5. University Groups. 6. Your Local EA Group. Subheading. Learn about it, 10 to 40 hours. This stage usually takes around 1 to 2 months and is more passive. 1. List of short-term, less than 15 hours, biosecurity projects to test your fit. 2. Reading groups at your university. 3. Reading groups at your local EA group. 4. Find peers, at a similar career stage to you and you can exchange ideas with. 5. Find mentors, who can help you deliberate between next steps in your career. 6. Find experts, who can help you deliberate on technical differences between projects and provide insights into specific subfields. 7. Taking to relevant people in the field, building a network. 8. Blue Dot Impact Biosecurity Fundamentals. Subheading. Project work, 40 to 100 hours. This stage usually takes around 2 to 3 months and is more active. You are encouraged to continue building out your network of peers, mentors and experts and possibly to form your working group to think about these concepts. However my suggestion would be to do project work as a part of some formal group institution if possible, to make sure that you work on something valuable. 1. Biosecurity Working Groups. 
A. Oxford Biosecurity Group. B. Wisconsin Biosecurity Initiative. C. Cambridge Biosecurity Group. Contact sggh2 at cam.ac.uk. D. Nordic Biosecurity Group. Contact Johan Tang. 2. Next Generation for Biosecurity Competition. 3. Blue Dot Impact Biosecurity Fundamentals, Second Part of the Course. 4. Mentorship Programs. A. Magnify Mentoring. B. IFBA Global Mentorship Program. C. Anoda Biosecurity Diplomacy Workshops. 5. Short-Term, Full-Time Fellowships. A. Stanford Existential Risks Initiative, SERI. B. Existential Risk Alliance, ERA, Cambridge Fellowship. C. Swiss Existential Risk Initiative, SHERI. Subheading. Full-time work, 100 hours plus. 1. A more extensive list of organizations has been compiled below. A. Map of the biosecurity landscape, list of GCBR relevant orgs for newcomers. B. Early career positions for building biosecurity relevant skills. 2. Career development funding from Open Philanthropy. 3. A PhD in a relevant field, if you are excited by research. 4. Working in government where a lot of the most impactful biosecurity work is done. 5. Emerging leaders in biosecurity fellowship, for people later in their careers. Heading. Limitations of the model. Here's a list of bullet points. The path is not linear. You can go back and forth between the stages. You can skip a stage. There are other ways to get into biosecurity. There are other paths to working on biosecurity, like working in an adjacent field and then pivoting. This could sometimes put you in a stronger position to work in biosecurity, though this might take longer. This model skips out on critical thinking, Tessa's alternative model below. Hear about it. Learning to decide whether you're interested. Starting to generate your own ideas and opinions. Starting to contribute. Making contributions in a more defined area. That's the end of the list. Heading. I'm new to biosecurity, where do I start? The following use cases will take you through a few options for how to get involved in biosecurity. There's an image here in the text. Figure 3. Short-form version of the proposed model for on-ramps into biosecurity. Below I include use cases of this model with a few example backgrounds. These are just examples and if you feel ready for full-time work but have less experience than what I have specified here please do not be dissuaded. Subheading. Case studies. 1. High school student. 2. Undergraduate with no specific background. 3. Undergraduate STEM background. 4. Master's policy student. 5. Engineer with 3 plus years of experience. There's an image here, with the caption. Figure 4. Where to start if you are a high school student. There's an image here, with the caption. Figure 5. Where to start if you are an undergraduate student with no specific background, for example first two years, or if you think your background doesn't apply as much, for example classics course. There's an image here, with the caption. Figure 6. Where to start if you are an undergraduate student with a specific background, for example chemistry, biology, engineering, computer science, public policy, or if you have some specific experience. You could try working in a lab or doing a project and completing a reading group or a project in parallel to your education. There's an image here, with the caption.
Figure 7. Where to start if you are a master policy student. You could try one of the writing projects from the short-term projects list, or take part in a policy-related project at a biosecurity working group. After this, you can try one of the longer-term and more involved policy fellowships. There's an image here, with the caption. Figure 8. Where to start if you are an engineer with 3 plus years of experience. If you have extensive experience in a particular area then you might not need to complete extra readings or side projects, and can just learn on the job. Heading. What's next? I hope that Alex Pham and I will build a v1 of a website similar to azafety.world, but for biosecurity in Q1 of 2024. This will combine Max's overview of biosecurity organizations, and also act as a way for new people in the field to get better oriented and to find the next step for them. We hope that it will be legible and easy to navigate. If you want to be involved please reach out at sophia.m.lebediva at gmail.com. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio for the Effective Altruism Forum. It was first published on December 14, 2023. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.is.